Hello. Hey everyone. Uh, welcome to another show of Untold Encounters. I hope everyone's having a great Friday evening and a good start to the weekend. Um, Jen, how are you doing today? Good. <laughs> Running around yeah. as always. Might have I done anything else around. But good. Brilliant. Oh God, I'm sitting down now. I'm sitting down. Right, we've, got a good, we've got a good show lined up tonight. So as you may have seen sure from do. the poster, uh, we do have a guest that's going to be joining us. Um, uh, a lady that has a lot of knowledge about Loftus Hall, uh, Mary Nolan, is going to be joining us. So we're going to be speaking to her about her time. She used to work there. Um, it's a location now that you can't get into, um, but she's got a lot of stories about the location. We're going to find out the history um, and experiences that she's had as well um, through her time there. And no doubt yeah. she knows by stories that she can tell us um, the place, the place, no, it, I, haven't been, I haven't been to it. Now, unfortunately, the place is closed down. Mary will fill it in all about that. Um, but I'm going to give it a wee bit of a bio. I'm going to read a bio out. Look at me running around, Jennifer, running around. There's Gillian. Now, there you are. Did you do that, Nando? Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, I, I, I can still do it through, through the phone. So, yeah, so, guys, as always, if you've got any comments, any questions that you might like to ask Mary about, you know, Loftus Hall, you know, feel free to chat that in. Or if you have a particular subject that you want to talk about, we can get Mary involved as well. Um, but yeah, Jen, do you want to give a bit of a bio about Mary? Well, for sure. Mary Nolan is a member of Back in Time Paranormal Investigations and has fully and has been fully in the, active in the field for over eight years now. The interest in the paranormal world has uh, was what sparked whilst working in Loftus Hall, one of Ireland's most haunted locations for several years. Mary takes an honest approach to her investigations where she explores the paranormal from open-minded position as not everything is paranormal. We come across on an investigation is necessarily paranormal and can often have a, mere, a more logical explanation. Understanding your location, especially the history, past lives, etc., or any historical information plays a key role whilst on an investigation to help build a better picture as to who spirits are when they make contact taking a respectful approach to your investigation and understanding your boundaries and your grounding are key to any locations. The Back in Time team are more in tune with more traditional styles of investigation and Mary herself is an empath. An empath. So we're going to take, take Mary on. Let me see. Good evening. Hey, Mary. How are you? How are you, girl? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. We're good. good. Thank, thank you for taking the time to um you know come on and talk to us about you know loftus hall we'll get into the history and everything um but what i want to do is pretty much you know kick this off about how you originally got into the paranormal was it through loftus hall or was it prior to that it well to be quite honest um as a kid growing up 
you know, um, I often, I suppose, imaginary friends, I don't know what way you would call it, um, was my mother said, you were always talking to somebody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there was never anybody there, but you were always talking to somebody. And a few of my cousins have said the same. You know, they said you were, um, you'd be in our company and the next minute you would talk and you'd be, you know, chatting to somebody who just wasn't there. Now, obviously that was, I don't remember that. I, Being honest, I don't remember that. So obviously there was a gift or there was something there that was going on in my life. And, you know, outside of that, don't remember a whole lot. So when I went to work in Loftus Hall, I was brought in as a tour guide. So I was just delivering the normal daily tour. And it was whilst I was on the tour that I started to hear things, not the general public now, but I could start hearing things myself, you know, mm. like voices, names, my name, my God, if they said my name 10 times a day, honest to God, Mary here, Mary there, Mary all over the place. And I started to think, what is going on here? You know, am I opening up to more and more of being in the house? And the house is opening up more to me um, nice. and letting me, you know, listen in. Yeah. So um, I didn't know how to, what to, how to deal with that. So I just let it, I just let it run, you know, because you have to realize I'm in a job being a tour guide and a historical tour guide as well, because I used to deliver different types of tours and um, all this stuff was going on. So it was only when there were teams coming in to investigate the house and the owner of the house asked me sometimes you know Mary will you just stay back you know and you know you can let them in and then you might have to lock up afterwards which when you're locking up a you know a very very old house with a big yeah. bunch of keys on your own at four in the morning you know you get used to it but I've discovered that these teams were often uh, doing their investigations they allowed me to come along and be with them yeah um to concur some of sometimes their evidence or names or dates or something you know now often more often than not we'd have to scroll through books and you know just to try and get the really deeper deeper details but i started to realize that i would be in a room and i'd have a spirit talking literally in my ear and they're not hearing it they're not picking up on it and i thought hmm I don't know why this is really really weird I don't know how to deal with this so it was only when a team came in called back in time um and their approach now is very very different they're very natural they're not gadgety type of people you know yeah. they're more into thousand rods pendulums cards you know empaths and I I met Michelle and when I could when she could concur what I was hearing you know, she was picking up sometimes the same things that I was. I went, ah, bit of a light bulb moment went off. And I thought, I like this. Yeah. I really, really enjoy this. And there's more to this than meets the eye. What is it? What's going on? Why are they talking to me? You know, so that's really how that was born out. Um, and now how that developed was in Loftus Hall. Wow. And pictures to put up. I'm looking for a picture of Loftus to put up so you can see what it looks like. Can I just put this picture up so you can have a wee look at it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
I'd have, to, I'd have to go through Google Images and whatnot because I don't have any there, well, but I'm going to put it up well, anyway. While you're doing that, Jen, um, you know, before yeah. we get into, you know, the the paranormal side of things for you, Mary, with Loftus Hall, can you give us a bit of a history about Loftus Hall and, you know, what you know about it? Well, you see, you have to remember that the Normans invaded Ireland 1170. Um, and the origins came from Raymond Le Gros, um, who was invited here, honestly, you know, for a battle. And it was during this time that Raymond Le Gros was granted these lands. Now, there is a bit of debate over this, so I'm not going to go too much into this because you'll have every keyboard warrior going, that's not the original house, that's not the original lands. <laughs> In and around the area, and that's how I'm going to say it, yeah. of the house, Eloise. 1170 is how far back it dates. Mm -hmm. um, and Raymond de Gros changed his name to Redmond. Obviously, he became more Irish than the Irish, so they say. Mm. And Redmond, the name Redmond in Wexford, well, there's thousands of them. So they're very proud of their Norman heritage and where it came from, where it originated. And so over the years, you see, you've got, you know, families coming and going, um, the Black Death, there's been disease, you know, 1350 you have, um, you know, people escaping the Black Death, Redmond family, coming back to Ireland, settling, you know, building more fortifications in and around this land. And in the end, you see, this poor site has had nothing but invaders. You know, you, ha you even had, you know, dare I say it, those English oh. coming over and doing their best during 1649. You know, you've got umpteen people trying to, to invade this house on these lands, you know, and taking it over. Um, unfortunately, during Cromwell's attempt to take the house, actually, I've got a really good, interesting story about that. Um, I'm going to go back to 1649 um, when Cromwell decided that he would try and take this house by hook or by crook. You've already obviously heard this expression. And yeah. down on the peninsula, you've got the two sides of the estuary are hook or crook. So you've got these two areas. And Cromwell said, I will take that house by hook or by crook. By God, he did not. Mm. Um, you know, he did his best. But yeah. they, these ships were sunk, and um, but unfortunately, the house did flounder um, and became part of the Cromwellian confiscations, and ended up being awarded to the Loftus family, who were very, very loyal to the crown mm. at the time. So here you have this, you know, magnificent house. Well, at the time, it's very, very different to what you see now, um, nice. being awarded to this family, and so. Um, this house then became part of the Loftus family estate in the year of 1666, the year of the devil, so we say, because a lot of sixes in that number. And the rest is history because, well, it was tainted with blood. There was nothing, only battles, you know, fighting over this house. Anyone that took over this house became a little bit greedy, a little bit mad. Um, and that's just part of the history. That's just part of the land, part of the house. There's a whole lot of weird energy going on in that house. 
Um, there's multiple ley lines, about three, I think, that cross in the house itself. I tell you who would tell you about the ley lines, Helena B. Scott, amazing lady, yeah. wrote a brilliant book, and will tell you more about the, the ley lines and the 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 way the the planets over the oh look there's a whole lot, there's a whole other spectrum I could talk all night about it <laughs> but look we'll just skip on ask the questions keep going <laughs> no that's fine um, did you want to ask a question because I've got another question that's like, you go for it now because I'm writing a few out here you go for it because I'm writing I so, so you know you built a history you know you know the history of the the land the, the building itself so you've started working there as a tour guide and You've already mentioned about the, you know, hearing the voices and, you know, potentially opening yourself up to whatever resides there. You know, when you started noticing that, what further things did you start doing to find out more? And what other things started happening whilst you were in the property? Um, for me, it was a case of when I was with uh, some of the teams and concurring some of the information, um, it was when I could actually hear them, when I would open up. And you see, I was always very kind to the spirits in the house. When I got mm. to them, I felt very at ease. When I first started there, I was obviously very nervous. This is a big old house out on a peninsula with wind whistling around it. You know, it, mm. it's set yeah. for a movie, you know? Okay. Yeah, you've got that is. Yeah. Mm, amazing build. It is an amazing, amazing yeah, Beautiful. Gosh, it looks amazing. And I've never been And I mean, it. you'd walk through this house with a big bunch of keys and I would say good morning. I used to say good morning. Now, anyone that would be watching me, any of the management watching me on the live cameras would say, she's nuts. Because I go in every morning and I go, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? And I'd open the doors and I'd start mm. to hear skipping along the corridor. Now, I'm the only one in this house. You've got to remember that. Only one in the morning at 10 o'clock to open up. Wow. And you'd hear skipping, or you might hear laughter, giggling, kids. There's loads of kids in that house, God bless them, at the yeah. base of the stairs. Mm. And you'd also hear skipping on the tiled floor. There was loads of kids. So I felt very akin to them, and I started to feel very protective of them. Mm. And I found that the more I was just chatting away to them like I could see them which I, I actually physically couldn't see them but I could hear them yeah. um, they opened up to me and it was a very respectful um, a lovely environment I was never afraid now that's a whole other story because there are a couple of instances when I didn't feel very safe but that's different spirits that's different energy but in general because I was there day in day out month in month out I got to know them really well. And you I'm know, like the stairs up. I'm just getting pictures of the stairs up. So and you, can well, does, then, you know, you're saying that you became very protective of like the younger spirits, you know, mm -hmm. um, which is great. But having a property of that size, you know, you, you've already sort of said that you've, you've got the different types of energies. So, were there specific locations in Loftus Hall where you thought, this is not a nice energy. Were there particular parts where you were made to feel you shouldn't be there or, you know, where, oh, yeah. which, which yeah. parts of the... The, um, the tapestry room um, had a, an energy onto itself. 
Um, you would enter into the doorway. Now, this is to the right of the staircase, anyone that's been in the house. And, of course, most people that's probably on just here have been. Just a picture of the stairs, just so people can have a look at it. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow. So that's the main staircase. So in that image, the tapestry room is actually to the left of that picture. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this room, we there was a geopathic stress test done um, on that house a number mm. of years ago. And mm. on the directly to the left-hand side, when you walk into that room, there is an energy unto itself. So if you were standing there you would feel naturally quite nauseous and that's where two streams are crossing mm. underneath so that it gives off this energy and it mm. passes all the way up through the house right up into the top floor now that in itself is like a Duracell battery for energies you know mm. for spirits because they just tap into that now I often found that when I was in that room, I might not necessarily be in that particular corner where the energy is rising from, but I might be standing on the other side of the room. And I often, now this is on a day tour, as a tour guide, talking to people, felt like I just wanted to punch someone. No idea where that was coming from. That just literally was a past energy, a bad energy, not very pleasant, and more often than not, if I was on investigation and had to stand in that location, I'd be in tears, I'd be crying. So that was never a nice experience. I have no idea who it was, never communicated with me, but often let me know, um, often affected people on day tours. Um, and on one particular day tour, it literally put its two hands into this woman and pulled oh all the air out of her, and she collapsed in front of me. And I know that that's what that spirit used to do. But for some reason, it didn't harm me, but I often felt how bad it was. Uh, yep. On the top floor, room seven, very, very bad uh, spirit in there. And we kept it locked for a reason because we didn't want it to ever come out. It was just a nasty, mm. nasty piece of work. Did you, okay. any of the teams go into room seven? What was that? Did any of the teams, like teams that go in no. there? No, it was always locked, permanently locked. Aiden had the keys and that was it. No one was allowed in. End of. And when, when you say, you know, to have that locked, that it must have been quite a, a strong and, you know, energy. Or, But I hate to say it because I know it's overused a lot. But when you're looking at something like that and you're keeping the door locked, do you think it could have been something more than just a, a part, like a spirit or something more going down the demonic route? In your... I think there was, I don't know whether there was a portal or whatever was open in that room, but it didn't, it never wandered. It never wandered. It stayed in its locality, but I can guarantee you if, if you entered into that room, none of us ever did. I never did. I just know when I passed that room, I just wanted to be sick. I actually want to be sick. I felt it felt that bad and that dark. Um, it just wasn't pleasant. And there was multiple people went through the house, mediums, psychics, you name it. We never opened our mouth. We never spoke about that room. And every time we had anyone on that top floor who was anyway sensitive would pick up an incredible amount of energy from that door. And they'd often say, can we go in there? I was like, mm, no, <laughs> no, 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 it's not happening.
you think that it's, do you think it's going to be used <clears throat> for, for i don't rent? know i know there was people in there afterwards trying to clear so i don't oh, know no. I, I never asked i never asked um i did a i did a program for destination of fear um mm. last year and um that was a great episode. It was a great opportunity to get back into yeah. into the house, and um, we had it. And it did. It aired great. It was it, it was an opportunity to to literally tell stories about the house, um, but it was a case of it was literally a case of um, they were going to get somebody in before they had builders coming into the house to yeah. do some. Now, what what they were going to do, I have no idea. I really don't know. And I. I I, I certainly would be interested when it becomes a hotel to go back and just see, you know. They I'm definitely going to wait, wait. So, Sorry, can I just interrupt there? So we're just going on about room seven and then they're changing yep. it into a, a hotel. Yes. And will they be using room seven as a hotel room? I have no doubt they will. Yes. I think the first person we, we should lock in there is Jenny. No. <laughs> If anyone's crazy enough to deal with a room member like that, it's Jenny. Let's get her in there. I don't even go to the bathroom on my own and location. Um, um, the only one I do that, go my own to the bathroom on my own is in Left Castle. And that's because everyone is on the same floor. And I can hear them talking. That's the yeah. only one. Not even in Millwind. With, with the changes that they're doing in Loftus Hall, then they're converting it into a hotel. Are they changing the layout massively? Like, are they doing a lot of changes to it? Do you know? Or... I I'm not always see structurally the house need an incredible amount of work. Um, I wouldn't envisage that they will. They couldn't change the floor plan because mm. it just wouldn't work. Because the staircase runs up through the middle. You've got you know a back staircase which is um, where the servants would have come and gone from. Now they might change that accessibility i don't know um but there was an incredible amount of work that needed to be done yeah. uh, just underpinning you know it, i mean the house was literally nearly falling in on itself so i couldn't imagine hello my daughter or my oh. son but i couldn't imagine them changing um any of the bedrooms or or anything like that i think they were actually going to try and keep it as an original because oh. Pat McKillen, who is the builder, is renowned for his conservation work. Oh, um, and he does take on buildings of this type to try and keep them to as much of the character yeah. as they were before. So yeah. um, I don't think it will change too much, hopefully. Well, I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't. The, re the, reason, the reason I ask that is you, you see stories where, you know, manor houses all sorts of buildings have been changed and then the new owners or people that go into it feel like there's a, a like an energy the surge of energy just increased massively and people say that it, it, it <coughs> these spirits that are already there do you believe that's something that could happen if they do a lot oh, of changes? absolutely and i think all this stirring up stirring up of the dirt stirring up of the the floorboards stirring up of everything it's going to create um, it's going to create a whole other force of energy for sure. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, for a second. I'm just <clears throat> One second. Are you grand? You're all right. You're all right. I'm <laughs> here. Um, 
Gillian was saying that on a side like that, they probably bound the spirits rather than carry out a clearing. Could you imagine if they cleared that out? Do you know, I'm still trying to process the fact that, you know, Mary's just said about how they kept this room seven locked up. And then yeah. someone who hasn't got a clue what's going on in this place is going to be potentially sleeping in there. That's going to be correct. That door should have a warning sign, you know, yeah. and maybe a separate disclaimer just saying, if anything happens, we're not responsible for what happens in room seven. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, a risk form or a health risk form, you know, to stay in that room. I'd be interested for someone to go into it, not me, but I'd be interested if somebody went into that room and, you know, and just kind of give it a <laughs> You go in. You will, I will. I, when I go back, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, oh my God, I'm definitely going to suss it out. And oh. room 13. Huh? Room 13 is another one. Oh my God. We often had um, teams, often teams that went in there um, mm. had bad experiences in room 13. And actually, if there's anyone logged on, they need to uh, tell you about their experiences in room yes. 13. Anybody who oh, has been great. in Loft Hall and you're watching, and if you've been in room 13, let us know. <laughs> um, Bridget was asking a question here. Um, uh, Love Loft has all been many times in a paranormal night. Bridget, have you been in room 13 um, with Mary? Uh, do you think, do you think, uh, Mary, now that Loft is Hall is, has, is being done up, that spirits will stay? Yes. Yeah, they do. They're tethered there. They're not going to move, no matter what you do. A lot of them had tragic deaths, and I do believe they're tethered to that site. Mm. Um, because the way they died was so traumatic you know the energy just is it's like the stone tape therapy uh stone tape um theory, theory. Their, their energy mm -hmm. it, 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 it's like when i was on i'm just going to give you an example <clears throat> i was on probably one of the, the latter investigations in loftus hall before our team um had finished our time there and um I remember I was at the base of the back staircase, <clears throat> uh, and this is the servant staircase where a nun had died and fought to her death on this staircase. And um, I was just standing back, and we would often let teams, you know, people use the dowsing rods and different things, you know, to be yeah. a part, to feel, you know, connected to, to the investigation. And I was just standing in the hallway, and I was with this... Um, member of the public and Michelle was up on the uh, landing on the first floor <clears throat> and she you know we couldn't still see each other yeah and we all we all heard this scream now there's another team in the house way off it you know on the third floor oh. not a hope in hell was it then we did the quick radio check hello did you yeah. hear anything you know no nothing we're fine, we're all okay, nothing happening, okay? So we know that what we heard was something on a loop. Mm. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. The night went on and we had another team. It, you know, we swapped around the group and pretty much same thing happened. 
And it almost was like the same scream. And <clears throat> I said to Michelle, oh my God, that is, that's a residual. You know, it's, it's, it's on its, it's on its a, a time loop. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we were just lucky to be on the right frequency on that night to hear it. Yeah. Because obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, it's like tuning in. Yeah, Did you heard this twice in one night. What was that? You heard this twice in one night. The scream twice. twice. The oh, same wow. scream, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Now there are multiple different things went on. I had picked up on murders and and different things in that house, and um, I'm pretty sure I know. I don't know who it was, but I'm pretty sure who the murderer was. Um, up on where the children's nursery is there is room <clears throat> to the left of that very bad energy going on and they're not a very pleasant person and a few people who had been on public investigations with us had picked up this gentleman's name of uh, james and he had murdered somebody in that house over the course of the years wow so you think it was james that did it <clears throat> yeah and i i'm not sure who his victim was but I'm pretty sure we heard her scream that night. Oh my God. Just gonna Jillian. Sometimes through the changes may quieten the spirits down. Different clientele being attracted to him who may leave them alone, and therefore they will have no need to come forward. Come forward. <laughs> but do you think being a, a like Loftus Hall, being what it is with all the history, and like you're saying, there's a lot of like you're picking up a lot of child spirits now. Do you think that the the stronger spirits that the quite that gives an evil sort of presence? Do you think that they're just trying to protect what's there because they don't really understand what's going on around them, and they they can see their past life still going through in Loftus Hall, but then they see you, Mary, or they see these teams and people, and that's why they're giving out this bad vibe because they're trying to protect all these spirits that still reside in Loftus Hall. Um, it's hard to call it. I know there were children that would, you know, let themselves be known, give me their information. And you could, when you were there with other teams, um, they would let them know, you know, whether they're using the spirit board or, you know, yeah. somebody was picking up their name. But there were times when there's a room called the withdrawing room which is mm. just off the card room where the famous card game was played the night the devil yeah. came to Loftus Hall. And um, in this room, there were two particular children that often would come through, but only if this man, bad spirit, was not around. Now, mm. he was not a pleasant person because um, a lot of people have picked up on him. Um, now, I never really sensed him much because I never spent much time in that particular room um, only when I was doing like the day tours and I he, I don't think he ever came near me as such I don't know whether he was afraid of me or just didn't want to communicate but he would often stop the children from talking uh, and coming through now one of those spirits was a lovely young girl um, and she would literally send the glass off the table but that's only because out of pure divilment um, and wanted to connect with people but what I found was um, the house is like 
an onion. My God, it's so layered. It is oh. a collector of souls over the years. You have to imagine all the blood, all the unchristian burials that have gone on in and around that land. You know, the murders, the battles, yeah. you know, it goes way, way back. Yeah. That's a true sight from the time of, you know, you have to go, I mean, I mean, I know people say the whole of Ireland is a Druid site. Everybody claims it was a Druid site. But the mm. peninsula is a very specific, you know, it's a very specific, there's ocean either side of it. Mm -hmm. And, there's, you know, the Hook Lighthouse developed hundreds of years ago. It's mm. a beautiful, incredible site. It has its history. It has its roots. So you have to imagine over the years all the things that could have gone on on that site. So I do believe the house has been a collector of souls. Right. So, sure. it, you know, the history goes way back. Bridget was saying I was in room 13 on my own, heard very heavy footsteps outside the door, walking up and down. Uh -huh. We need to do room seven. Room seven is the is that one that sort of leaves you know an impression because no one's actually gone in there to really investigate yeah. what's actually in there. And it you know, like I said, for me, and I was saying that as you went to I think get a drink, I'll be intrigued to see once they open it up as a hotel, what people mm -hmm. are going to experience when they close that door. Because it could become a case where people, if they get known that room gets known for having an evil spirit, it'll be a room people get told to avoid. Do you know what I mean? It's um, yeah. so I'll be intrigued to see what happens there. Harriet does that. Remember the night she froze the rods on Michelle and wouldn't let anyone talk. I think that's to you. Yeah, yeah. was that in was that in, that was in Loftus, was it? No, that was in in um, Charleville Castle. Harriet's another little devil, uh, um, and I, I referred to her before as a little bitch because she plays <laughs> tricks on everybody when she gets into the house. Gillian, um, what I'm thinking, Jesus Lord, if Gillian comes back and tell me, Gillian has one night I was on my, it was about three or four in the morning, and I was on my phone, and Gillian just texts me as a blue. She goes, "Go to sleep," and I'm like, "This is like three in the morning or four in the morning," and she texts me, "Go to sleep." And I'm like, yeah, she saw my green light. But I did think for a second, looking around, Gillian, I need my tinfoil hat. I need my tinfoil hat. But then I <laughs> said, see me change my profile picture. I said, you feck off and go to sleep. <laughs> she was awake as well. So, yeah, and I thought of one minute, she's sending Harriet up to, me, to my house now. She's sending Harriet up. But don't do that, Gillian. Do not do that. No. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard about it. <clears throat> so, um, sorry. Uh, no, I was just saying to Mary about when Harriet in in, in Charleville, she froze the the. Oh my gosh, what do you call them? The dozen rods. The dozen rods, yeah. The dozen rods. What she said? Who said your lamp was on? Oh, Louise, that's Louise. <laughs> your lamp was on. <laughs> that's funny. Sorry, Nando, go ahead. I don't know what I was going to say. So before we look at the wider scale, since being at Loftus Hall, we know it sparked a, a bigger interest for you in the paranormal, where you've got a team, you do more investigations. But throughout your time there, you know, did you find out people, like particular spirits, who they actually were? Were you able to go back in time, like research who these spirits may be? Like, do you think you know who they are that are 
making themselves known to you? There were there were a few that we I mean, you've got to remember, you would have had servants, you would have had visitors, you would have, you know, there were multiple deaths from all genres in that house. Um, and not necessarily documented because they could have been, there wouldn't have been nobility. There's one child, um, and I don't actually want to share his name. Anyone that knows me um, and any of the teams and anyone's come on investigation knows this particular child comes through, used to come through for me all the time. Um, and we discovered that he had been drowned. He had drowned in the Bay Area. They had a private beach at the back of the house. Um, I know he existed and he knows he exists and he's still there because I know he's a cheeky chap um, and loves to drain batteries. That's just his gift. Um, so you have to imagine that, you know, he was, I, I had seen pictures. I've actually got one very, very good picture. I will send it to you later, Jenny, uh, of him. That was captured by a film company that was in there when they were filming The Lodgers, which was the movie. Um, mm. And there was a quite a clear picture of court of him at the end of the staircase oh, with God. his little blonde hair and his little collar because he had like a little sailor suit on. Wow. Um, so who he was, no idea. Can't We've looked through the books. We've tried to trace, you know, was he a relative? But he, because you see, this house had, you know, there's 39 rooms in this house. You've got to, anyone yeah. could have been visiting on holiday, yeah. a cousin, you know, there's, there's, there's a plethora of, of people to, to choose from. It would be very hard unless they were directly, um, you know, a member of the Loftus family that you yeah. could can actually concur and say, yes, this is Lord Henry, whatever. Bought, you know, born on such such a date, but not necessarily so, you know. But yeah. I, he, he's never there for some reason. He's he's there. He's and he doesn't. I don't think he even knows he's dead. You know, oh. he's having a great time now with all those builders. I know that for a fact. I can only imagine what I can only imagine what that stories what the builders would have. Like I'm, I kind of want to be a fly in the wall to see what they'd have to say. And I know like from, from the Loftus Hall, that the spirits would miss you guys not being there. Yeah, miss they do. Yeah, yeah. sure they do. Because, you know, I spent years in that house and you become connected, you know? Yeah. You become protective yeah. and you protect them as well, you know? There were, there were teams in there um, that sometimes I just thought, no. They, it, they treated it like a one-trick pony. Yeah. And... They didn't have the respect that they should have mm -hmm. had and often would, you know, sometimes fabricate their own evidence. Um, and I saw this stuff go on and I just thought, you know what, you're not investigators, I'm sorry. But that's a whole other conversation for another yeah, day. That, I, was, yeah. I was about to say that, you know, to me, um, you know, if you're going to have to fake it, you know, you might as well just stay at home. And that, that is a whole different show, isn't it? Because we can go all night about people faking evidence. It's just um, such a shame that they do it because it makes the paranormal field look like a joke. And there is people that spend a lot of time, you know, researching these locations. And some of these locations are beautiful and they deserve the respect, 
you know, because of the history. But one thing you say, you you built such a connection to Loftus Hall um, and, you know, you've been there, well, you worked there for a number of years. Did you ever feel that any of the spirits came home with you at all? Like, did you ever have anything happen at home after being one particular event yes um it was the strangest thing i don't know who or what followed me home or came home i didn't think they could leave to be quite honest i never thought that they could leave the the loftus hall um i had been babysitting as such a team and i decided i would sit out on the main staircase and wait for the team <clears throat> to finish and something just didn't feel right. I didn't feel right. There was something weird going on. Had a weird sensation. And um, with the team had called it a night. I was locking up the house and uh, got into my car, <clears throat> drove home. Thought I could see someone sitting in the back seat, but obviously it wasn't. But, you know, you just get that feeling. Yeah. Uh, got into the house and... I went to sleep because it was at four o'clock in the morning and it wasn't until the next day I had a friend who uh, popped over for a cup of tea around lunchtime because that would have been breakfast time to me yeah. and mm -hmm. I, we were sitting there having the chats and you could hear stomp, 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 upstairs and no <laughs> one there. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. And really? I looked at her. She looked at me and she went, who's upstairs? And I went, I actually don't know. And with that, she got up, got her car keys and left my house. No. <laughs> I wow. don't blame her. Oh, my God. <laughs> was and how long? <clears throat> Excuse me. And I didn't, I didn't blame her. And I just said... <clears throat> Get into my car with me now. We're going back to the house. And that's what I did. I brought them back. Ooh. Oh, my Any God. Literally, I didn't send them off. Didn't send them away. I said, you're getting out of my house. Come on. Yeah. And I literally just acted it through. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have to get a drink of water. Lads, I don't do this. It's literally, I've been at work all day and my throat is killing me. Um, but yeah, but the end of the story great. was... The end of the story was, I, I went back to Loftus Hall. I could feel the presence with me. Oh, and they returned. They returned and with the funniest, strangest, weirdest uh, encounter ever. Wow. Did you know who it was? Did you ask who No, I, I couldn't get the name, but I, 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 got, I had a feeling it was a child. I was going to oh, say, yeah. was it, do you think it could have been one of the kids that, that you communicated with? Definitely a child. Definitely a child, because they were just drawn to me for some reason. Drawn to me, you know. Right, I'm going to get another glass of water. Yeah, you go, you go. Wow. I say there was hundreds of children in Loftus. Now, I will go to it when it opens up as a hotel. I will go to it. But I won't be going to room seven. Well, I think you need to go to the hotspots, though. If you're going to do something like that and you've been given information, as a claimed paranormal researcher or investigator, would you not go to the route, you know, the, the hotspot? The, if you're a true investigator, you would go to the hotspot. If, if, uh, um, 
Okay, I won't lie. I would try it after about five gin and tonics. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I wouldn't try it at all. It'll be one of those rooms that I would leave well see, alone. But you see, you're saying you wouldn't try it, but I said I would try it, room seven. Yeah, if but the, difference, the difference between me and you, Jen, you're crazy. I'm not. I'm sensible with what I do. You just get yourself thrown into it, and I'm like, hey, you know, at least I... I Pressure, pressure. But like I said, a few gin and tonics or like three or four or five, like I said, then I'll go into the room. Then well, we're I talking about room number room. seven again, Mary, just to <laughs> let you know, we're just trying to figure out who would do it. Um, but no, that's an amazing, you know, amazing history and amazing oh. story to off this all. And, you know, just to quickly ask, um, when they reopened, do you think they will carry on allowing people to go in and do investigations or is it going to be strictly just a mm. hotel? He's not. He he made a public announcement that uh, he didn't. He, they wanted to disassociate themselves, not from the history, yeah. but more so from the legend and mm. the story. So, my thinking is, and Julian uh, and I have actually spoken about this. Um, that will only last for so long, you know. Yeah. Loftus Hall is Loftus Hall, you know. That's embedded in folklore and the history of the peninsula. Mm. And the house itself is now going to be called Ladyville House. Not really sure about that. It's gonna, so it's not Loftus Hall anymore. It's going to be Ladyville House. Ladyville House now. <clears throat> Oh. I'm not sure how that's going to work, but that's what he's calling it. My lady, uh, anyone anyone going there is still going to want to book in and know about Loftus Hall. Yeah, so I figure, bide my time, and I do think wait for a while, and eventually and slowly creep back in. People will ask. He'll get worn down, and eventually. He'll concede and give in to the idea of people coming to investigate in a respectful way to the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand when you were saying before about uh, teams going in and and you're very protective of the spirits in in yeah. the locker hall and teams going in and just having it like an entertainment night, which boils my shit. I I hate I yeah. hate. I'm the same with one particular location. I'm very protective over. So it's kind of like anyone can go in, and I'm happy to take people into it. But don't be a gobshite. And if you yeah. have to, to be bloody gobshites, and now I'm getting it in the arse of them saying, you won't let people and you won't let us in. Well, look back in history and ask yourself why. Why? <clears throat> They're still trying and, and whatnot. And that's fine. That's fair enough. But I'm very protective of the people in this location. So I totally yeah. understand when you get Billy Big Balls and, and very disrespectful people going in and, and just being an entertainment Um uh, in, in a negative way, entertainment is fine, but in a in a kind of money making negative way, which I don't like. Yeah, and that, and you know, there's always going to be a draw. There's always, always going to be a draw to Loftus Hall when mm. it was uh, vacant and empty. You know, from the time that Kay, um, you know, Kay Devro had left the house. Um, you know, from the time it was a hotel to when it was taken over by um, the Quigley brothers. Mm -hmm. There was a period of time when there was, 
you know, a security card um, hired just to stop people breaking into it, to be quite honest. But mm. they did. They did. I'm team pipe. I, I used to have people tell me on the data, oh, when this was all, you know, you know, abandoned, we used to dare each other to break in and I nearly <laughs> broke my neck going through a window. You know, and they tell you all these stories. Mm. That draw is still there. Yes. There are people illegally still doing that now. Yep. All doing that now. And believe me, Pat McKillen is not impressed about it. Um, And obviously, you know, I I think before it even opens as a hotel, there's still going to be people trying to get into this house. That draw is there. That draw is there, and they're going to do it. No matter who they are, they're going to do it. I think um, you'd, you'd, other people you'd think of would do it. Some people that broke into it, you would think, Jesus, they wouldn't do something like that, and they did. So big stupidity, stupidity and I wish I could say a lot about it, but I can't. But absolute disgusting and uh, uh, unprofessional, and it was a bit of a... I didn't think you would do something like that. And they did. Um, and- they did, but, the, you know, and, and, and the, draw, the draw, Jenny, is always going to be there, no matter who they are, yeah. no matter who they yeah. are. Yeah. Um, and it goes on and, you know, put it on Instagram, put it on Facebook, you know. It's not really clever well, because, really. you know. That's, that's part of your stupidity of doing it and everyone's seen it most people have seen it and there's people saying oh let's buck into it it's open again it's not open you have these fuck- pardon i'm sorry it's not the, the, the downside of that of, of advertising it it only gives a bad name to paranormal investigators unfortunately because other teams or other people think well if they can do it well, so can we. i yeah you know it's, it's like an open invitation um and that's not good for for those of us who are biding our time and being respectful and hopefully in years to come would like to be able to go back and say to management well we we were wondering if we would could do and they could just say piss off because you lot broke in during the time it was being developed you You know it's not good would these certain people would have the cop on. And I, I think they do have the cop on and the knowledge not to do that. This is one place you don't do it in. Many places where you don't do it, but this is one place you don't do it and you don't advertise it. And I don't know who's running that ship. I think I do, but you're ruining it. Ruining Fair it. Wrong. Ruining it. Ruining yeah. it. It, it is unfortunate. It yeah. is unfortunate. You know, I could get angry about it, but mm. there's no point. You know, there's no point because... You give somebody a long enough rope and they do hang themselves in the end anyway. I was going to say the same thing. They're, 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 they'll seal their own fate eventually and then it'll oh, be... They do. They ready. do. That, that, that luck runs out after a while, you know. Definitely. So moving from Loftus Hall then, um, oh, there's a, any time it has cool. been a hotel, it only lasts a few years because it's so far out of the way from anything when it goes quiet off-season. Yeah. I think in a few years they may have a change of heart. Hopefully. Well, hopefully. What a, you know, an amazing location with all that activity. You don't want to leave it to waste because there's so much that people that like doing the research as well, they can find out so much about it. 
because I'm sure there's stuff that you haven't found out, Mary. Like, there's so much that you could still oh, learn. loads of stuff. Like I said, it's, it's like an onion. There's just so many layers to layers. it. Yeah, that's it. And Jenny um, said, you know, at the quiet season, uh, when it goes off season, hopefully that's when they let. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're hoping for. There's an abandoned. This is Chris. Uh, there's an abandoned mental hospital near me where people keep breaking into the madness. Even the police will not go in at night. <laughs> you know something's wrong with the place, and if the police don't want to go there, Hello. hi Jennifer. Um, so moving forward from Loftus, then um, you know over the years you've seen a lot of people use different experiments on their investigations, and one of the highlights to a lot of the TV shows and a lot of people is gadgets. Do you use anything, like when you're doing your investigations now, now you've had years in the field, what kind of experiment um, or equipment do you like to use? Well, us, back in time, as I said, old school. Old, old school. Um, the best pieces of equipment, pen and paper, and your own mind. And believe me, when you go in on a location and... And I used to see other teams, oh, my God, they're like Ghostbusters. They unpack all this stuff. It's just this stuff. You know, all these batteries and these lights, and it's like Christmas. And you're like, we're only here for, like, three hours. What the bloody hell, you know? Yeah. And they're setting up this, and they're setting up motion detectors, and I'm like, oh, wow. There's actually somebody standing next to you. I can feel it, but they... You know, you're obviously not picking yeah, up on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the way we would do it is, um, for us, it was because there's two empaths on our team, myself and Michelle, we pick up an incredible amount. And believe it or not, more often than what, we're actually on the same wavelength, which is which is very rare, very, very rare when she can. Yeah. I know what she's feeling and she knows what I'm feeling. And it's when when we're on the same wavelength, it's pretty awesome. And we can concur on stuff. Um, and also, we use dowsing rods. Uh, Michelle's very, very good at the dowsing rods. I can't use them. I just have no feeling for the dowsing rods. Do not work me whatsoever. I have them, but I, I let, we're not connected. And I don't know if they're supposed to be connected to your dowsing rods, whatever. We're just not connected. I want to be like, like we use the CCTV, so we can watch one room to another room. Uh, we use recorders. I use recorders. I am recorders. Yeah. I'll never not use recorders. I have my uh, pen and papers. Yes, Jeffrey, there you are. We have my my pen, my papers, uh, my my copies, uh, my pen. Filling all of this. You have your journal. Yeah. Yes, I have them here now, and um, uh, that's it. That's what I like to use. This pen. Yeah. And, and uh, recorders. And I do like the video too. I like the video, I like the CCTV and, and watch the videos. And I know Lou loves going over, Louise now, she loves going over the, uh, the video. Um, it helps, but sometimes it helps her sleep. <laughs> because I, like, I've woken up many times doing audio like this. I'm like, just here on the computer like this. So I put my head in like 10 minutes and it takes me 20 minutes just to unset my arms because they have set my arms have set to where I'm I've fallen asleep which what I think would be 10 minutes probably turned into an hour my audio is still running and I don't know where I stopped off on my audio so I have to guess and go right back so yes anyway I just waffle well, off there when I take 
We no, but we we I mean we have some pieces of cook night. We'd have you know we use EVP and we use night vision camera and you know we we use the stuff as we find it. But a lot of the time it's go in get the get the feel of the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just how you feel. But everybody's the same. I mean, as as you know, temperature is the biggest indicator that there is going to be a spirit near you. So everybody knows when they're all concur yeah oh my god did you feel that do you feel the temperature drop you know um, and it's easy to record the temperature drop then you know then you know that there's going to be something near you you know yes, something in, in that area but um no we're not we're not like ghostbusters we don't have proton packs we don't have you know <laughs> all this stuff you know we're very gentle and um, and we, we just enjoy it. We're, we're, we're not there to prove a point. We're not there to aggressively debunk something either. We just yeah. enjoy it. We just enjoy it. We're hobbyists mostly, you know. Yeah. You, I, I think that's the best way because then you don't lose the reason why you're doing it. It's, yeah. you know, to enjoy it and just to see what you can uncover. So with your investigations, like, how do you, like, can you give us a bit of a run through how you go through your investigations throughout the evening? Like, do you start off by doing like a seance or like a protection chant? You know, how, how do you guys go through your investigation? I have found when we would first, um, going back a few years ago, we would often do the protection and, you know, the grounding and all of that. Yeah. Um, but I found sometimes that when you go on location, that if you're doing the grounding and doing your protection, you don't always pick up. I think it's like having an invisibility cloak. I, I found that I couldn't pick up on things. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I just felt that mm, I know I should be, but so a couple of times I have gone without grounding, without yeah. protecting myself. Bit foolish, really. But um, I have felt that I have picked up on more things in that instance. Um, now, we would have, there's not many of us in it, you know, we're a small enough group, but we would, we wouldn't spend hours and hours, you know, to three, or four, or five in the morning. Like what? No. Spirits are there twenty four seven. They don't look at their watch and go, right, it's two <laughs> o'clock in the morning. We're going to jump out of the cupboard now. Doesn't yeah. work like that. They're in your, they're in your presence at six in the morning. At, 12 yeah. o'clock in the day you know it's irrelevant the time of day yeah. so we often found that you get to a location nice and early about six ish and you're done by 11 you know there's a nice number of hours there without you know killing yourself and I think it's good to have good energy two or three o'clock in the morning after a day's work you're knackered that's it your senses are going to start playing tricks on you you know so yeah, having more that. energy and your wits about you is better well, that's it. We did that last week. We did a full night and it was to what we had thought. I know the audio didn't do a lot. I'm still going through audio. We got something on the live, which was really great. You could hear the response to us about playing a game of cards. And it's on the live when Louise was going through the live. And you could, when I'm saying, OK, I'm going to ask you again, do you want to play a game of cards? And you'll hear a male coming in saying yes. So that's like that kind of got us all pumped up that, you know, we, we they were with us. Our energy was zonked. Zonked. We started mm -hmm. late 
uh, we had some, we had food, so we didn't want to stop halfway through the night to get some food. So we had food and I did say, God, I'm going to need a nap after this. Energy wasn't, it, it was, I didn't feel, you know, we, we still worked our asses off, but our energy yeah. wasn't the highest it could have been. So I'm still going through the audio, little bits there, can't make a lot of them out, which is fine. It's fine. We, we just tag it and, you know, move on to the next one and so on and so on. I'm still going to do audio tonight now after. But um, I wanted to ask you about this, about uh, balloons. Jillian say Mary uses balloons that move by themselves. <laughs> I sound like some magician. Um what we would do, there's a, a team member of ours, um, Yvette, Yvette Hutchinson, um, lovely, lovely girl. And we found that when we were going on a few, uh, go to a few locations, um, obviously we, we knew there was history of children or whatever. Yvette yeah. used to bring a gift and she would bring like a helium balloon. And mm. uh, it would it would be weighted, you know. We'd have the string on it and the weight. Yeah. And um, she would bring these balloons on location, and we had brought one to Charleville Castle um, for Lady Harriet. So, and it was the bizarrest incident ever. We have brought the balloon and gifted it to Lady Harriet. And uh, there was like a little plastic kind of weight on the end of it. So, you know, technically it should have stayed where it stayed. Yeah. Right. yeah. This balloon started to move along the corridor. Now, there's no wind. I know it's an old house, but, you know, you do these checks. You do your, yeah. you know, you make sure there's no door open, that there's no draft here, that this can't move, and you check as much as you can to make it yeah. as authentic as you can. And um, it was insane. It was absolutely insane. She wanted that balloon, and there was definitely, come hell or high water, she was going to take it. So she was able to draw it with her, draw it and move it along. That was pretty cool, and that was in the presence of Gillian. She she was um, quite impressed with that too. It was gifted. That, that, that's amazing. See, I, I've got something to say. My go-to tool is a very simple cat balls. Do you know the flashing cat? Balls? Yes. Yeah. Right. For some reason, you know, um, I look at a lot of equipment, and there's not a lot of equipment that I'm drawn to. You know, I love the yeah. EVPs. I think EVP recordings one is one of the best. You can't. Mm. Especially where you get a clear voice in the background, you know it's no one around you. Yeah. Um, you know, the spirit box I quite like, but the cat balls for me, I seem to get very good responses, and I've put videos up on social media of, um, you know, of what I what I've had. But there was one particular. Um, we we went to a place called Manor Farm, and the grounds of this place had an old church right in the back, and it was part in the Doomsday's book as well. Uh, so me and one of our newest investigators, Luke, we were stood in the church and we were at the altar and I literally put a cat ball, right? And we were just calling out and we had the camera filming on the side and this shocked Luke, like he just stood there, like didn't know what to do, but we actually caught the cat ball actually moving across the the altar, you know, without oh, being flat. And I the ball, the ball just completely moves on its own. And where we were stood, there's barriers. So we can't actually stand next to it. We were behind the barrier part, but we managed to reach to get the ball. And that was amazing. You know, one of the best. You I know, I, I've got to be honest, 
I quickly packed up my stuff and went and joined the rest of the team. I sort of thought, yeah. But when we were calling out last week and the, and the cat balls on the floor and Louise was asking for them to go off. And I said, even if you don't do it to let us know you're here, just do it for Louise. Because I showed her your video where the cat balls were gone off when you asked them to. But Louise's cat balls haven't gone off yet. I I will cheer the night one of them goes off. Is that that you saw when we went to Dartmoor, the Nuns Cross Farm? Is that yeah. where I'm outside? Oh, yeah, it's, very... it's, where, it's where you're calling, given your names. Oh, that was at Murchison Hall. Yes. Right, yeah, 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 name. But yeah, it's just amazing yeah. when you get something like that happens. It does sort of, like for me, I'm very honest. Out of everyone in my group, I'm the first one to say, that's great, let's go. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I don't push too far because I'm worried about what happens next. But no. Um, so so now you've, you know, Loftus Hall must be one of your favourites, you know, but since then, what other locations have you investigated? Well, i um, been to quite a few in and around Ireland because we're very, very spoilt for choice, to be quite honest. Um, yeah. haven't, haven't ventured up to Jenny's neck of the woods, but we'll be there one day. Well... We have to ring with it. I want you to come up. I know, I know. I will, I will. I'm just, oh, God, between work and, and everything else, it's just yeah. always impossible to juggle these things. Will but um, to the museum? I have to say, um, my second favourite would have to be Charleville Castle because mm. uh, um, I had never met Gillian. Um before this incident happened. And um, I never knew about the history of Charleville Castle. What happened was the Back in Time team had uh, booked an investigation and um, and I happened to be working at Loftus Hall on the day. I remember it vividly. The night before I got to go to Charleville, I kept dreaming about this young girl. This girl just came to visit me in my dream and my sleep and, and I, didn't get, didn't understand it. Um, and I could see like um, an incident and on the stairs, but I did, I just still like was, it's a puzzle. It's like one of these things, you have all these pictures and it's only until afterwards you go, ah, oh, yes, I get it. I understand it. And I had all these images and thoughts and went to work, went to Loftusall and then the guys were saying, you know, we'll meet you in the castle, you know, we'll meet your child, we'll eat the grounds and uh, we'll do the investigation. So I had got there and um, I went immediately, you know, with the team um, to the staircase. Um, and, and I just felt, oh, my God, not not realising what I had seen or who this young girl was, but... You know, Julian had then given us the history and I went, oh, my God, this makes perfect sense. I thought this is who I dreamed about. Mm. Um, and then obviously during the course of the night, picking up different things and other characters. And um, I just started to fall in love with it. I absolutely started to fall in love with it. And I thought, wow, um, this is an incredible place. And, you know, Lady Harriet, well, She's just like, well, you know, I can show you what I can do. She, my God, she can light up. 
she can light up pieces of equipment, she can make dazzle rods spin. I was like, this is a force to be reckoned with. Um, and like that, child spirit, but you know, she mm. she's easily able to manipulate the other the other child spirits. Um, and she'd often put smaller children forward and like, go on, into the room, Henry, in you go. And I could sense this and feel this. And Julian laughed because she kind of went, oh, you know, I was picking up and we were able to concur on a couple of things. Now, I wouldn't have nothing to the depth of knowledge that uh, Julian has of, of, of Charleville, but I picked up on a few minuscule little things and uh, she was like, yeah, you're right on that one and you're right on that one. Yeah. And I found the more that I went there, the more I was able to experience some really unique things um, and unique characters of the house. Now, I did have an extremely bad uh, experience in the in the hall and um, or Charleville Castle rather, and um, Julian was there, and she knows all about it, and she knows how affected I was by it. Um, hadn't done my grounding, hadn't done my protection, and my God, did I pay for it that night? And I was so overcome with a bad spirit. Um, that decided he would just piss me off and really upset me that night. Gillian did her best to protect me. Um, and I felt the hurt, the pain and the anguish of that experience for about three weeks afterwards. Wow. Really bad. Really, really bad. And it was recorded on radio, live radio, FM 104. Blimey. Oh, my God. I... I know being there a few times and with, with Gillian and you could hear Lady Harriet and you just, and I talk about it to, to this day, we were in one of the rooms and I forget the name of the room, Gillian, don't kill me, but Gillian was giving her her tour uh, and, and I looked at one of the team members and I'm like pointing to above the, the, the ceiling. But you'll hear someone running, like children's steps running right across. And it's where somebody was upstairs running <laughs> I said to Gillian, there's someone running upstairs. She goes, oh, that's Harriet. And I'm like, okay. So I know because Gillian told me years ago about Harriet. But I said, this yeah. is this, because I was very excited about hearing about her or hearing her or something like that. I wasn't expecting anything, but it was great when it did happen. And so Gillian mm. was saying, okay, Harriet, go back to the very, you know, go back to where you were and run across again. And she did, you could hear tapping going across. And then running over, I literally locked at Jenny, and you can hear, you can see me saying, "Like what just happened?" And I was kind of like, "Oh, you know that you can get a breath, but it's an excited breath, and so on." It was like, "Oh, we we've heard about her, but now she's actually uh, yeah. showing us," and it was like mind blowing, mind blowing. It's like yeah. you've heard about her. And it happens. Yeah. And it was just, um, uh, wow. I still talk about it to this day. It was just about a wow. Yeah, it was brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, as you're saying, Mega, there uh, never been. It is a beautiful place. The history of it is fabulous. Uh, there's one room that I love. Um, I love the piano. I love the piano that's there. But I love, um, is it the hexagon room? The ladies? Area, yes, bedroom. I yeah. love that room. 
I love that room. And I stood in the middle of the room, you know, the ley lines. Yes. Yeah. Incredible energy in that room. Yeah. To see if I could feel it. And you can't, you feel a pull. Didn't think I could because, I, mm. you know, a lot of people were watching me. So I'm standing there with my eyes closed. And, you know, I always think to myself when you close your eyes and you're swaying, it's because it happens because you close your eyes. And plus I was out in location, left castle the night before. So I was a little bit tired. So, but you do have this pull. Yeah, you do. You feel it. You feel it in it. And it was amazing. It's a great place. It is a fabulous place. Yeah, it is. Yeah, one of my favorites, for sure. That's incredible. Any more questions, Jen? I'll ask Mary. Mary, when you, I know when, well, you hear people, you hear people talking. We, I wouldn't hear them. Uh, I, We'd heard DVPs. You know, we would hear that or I would get names in my mind and the guys keep taking the piss out of me about I have a name from the museum and I keep and they were laughing at me when I said it. Now, when we did a playback, Alan sat up and said, no, Jenny, if you got this name right, I have a really bad back. I jumped up out of that chair like I was miraculously cured because we thought we got the name on, on recording, but it wasn't. But if you hear, heard any EVPs, like your best EVP that you've ever heard? Well, one of the oh, best. God. We have, we have mm -hmm. a few actually. Back in time, have a few. Um, we actually have a few from Loftus Hall, believe it or not, from the top floor. Um, and children, you know, crying and names being called out. Um, now, and that's just when they're in a lock-off. You know, so there's nobody... Yeah, there was nobody around them. Now we'd have the camera set up, and we would have had the recorder, uh, yeah. just yeah. running, just running, you know. Yeah. Um, and you can hear, you can actually hear the children laughing, running through this room, and you're like, "Holy shit, Batman! What <laughs> is, what is that?" Because nobody is there talking or interacting with them. Mm. They're just carrying on their whatever they're doing in yeah. wherever they are. Yeah. Do you know? That's just very amazing. natural, very beautiful, actually, because yeah. it's not full, you know? Just, I mean, I love all of that. That's, that's, oh gosh, what would I, precious. Um, what's the word? What's yes. the word? Precious, but it's, um, oh, I can't even get the word. It's just fabulous. It's nice to hear. Yeah, and the kids are laughing. There was one thing I wanted to ask you earlier on as well, and I don't know if it's all right about the baby that was found. Is that true? The baby that was found? Oh, there was. There was indeed a baby found. Um, so you have to remember the first lot of renovations, um, moving the house from Loftus Hall, uh, the original house, to this great big monstrosity that you see now. There were incredible mm. amount of renovations because they had perceived that the Queen of England, Queen Victoria, was going to come pay them a visit. And there were members of the Loftus family, one of which was a handmaid to Queen Victoria. Um, and so all of this uh, was a, a, a plot, basically, to see if any of Queen Victoria's children mm. could be suited to members of the Loftus family. So they did this kind of thing back then, you know, money, marry money, marry titles, get that, that's all they ever thought about. Yeah. And so during the time of this renovation um, in the tapestry room, um, 
the fireplace had been uh, ripped out and they were preparing to put in this, you know, ornate, beautiful fireplace. And they did indeed find the remains of a mummified baby hmm. wrapped and stuffed at the back of the fireplace. Wow. Whose baby? Don't know. Lots of controversy. People believe it was um, Lady Anne, Tottenham's baby, that she wasn't allowed to keep from, you know, the time that the devil came to visit in 1765. So <clears throat> lots and lots of controversy over that. Was it somebody? Obviously, um, we can't tell whether the baby had, you know, been harmed or died in any way because yeah, you know, you just it was wrapped up and it was skeletal there was nothing really no evidence really to go on yeah. um, and this child had been buried you know years and years and years ago um, not long after it had been discovered but yeah there is truth behind that yeah. and I have had one night I was in that hall I did hear a baby cry oh, wow. on my own I was in that house but so sorry, I might have missed it then, Mary. So was the baby was the baby skeleton recovered on the land of Loftus Hall? Yeah, there was a fireplace, um, and this baby um, was wrapped up and stuffed at the back of one of these fireplaces. And during in seventeen sixty five, you know, after when they were doing these renovations, oh. this baby, uh, this body was found. And you know, they think. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm jumping here. It was in 18, you know, 1860 when they were doing the renovations that they discovered this baby's body. But they do believe it had belonged to Lady mm. Anne Tottenham. Now, we can't prove that. No one can prove that. Yeah. Um, but you, you know, never know. Did they take the remains? Did they? Did they, they bury were buried. It was buried. The baby was buried um, in the wow. local graveyard. Yeah. So oh and nobody, nobody even knows... Who, what, when, where, how? Just yeah, wow. just that it actually it was found. It was found. So yeah, there is truth behind that. Yeah, that's crazy. And Jenny saying, oh, it wasn't a devil. He was upstairs talking to the plaster." On. Jenny. <laughs> 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 um, quick question for Mary: When you worked in Loftus Hall, did you ever feel the spirits that were there were puppets to the house? Um, some. Yes, um, I think Loftus Hall has an energy all unto itself. Mm. Um, I think the they only became puppets by certain investigators. I think um, I think what happened there was, and I I can't speak ill of. Loftus Hall because it was very good to me when I was there mm. but I do think that whoever owned Loftus Hall at any given time and it's known in history they were either consumed with, with um, making money making lots and lots of money or they were all driven crazy um, and, and I think that did you know sometimes consume mm. sometimes members of staff or whatever with it that worked there and money became, you know, a big thing, a big factor, you know, get lots of people on the tour, get lots of people, you know, booked on investigations. And I think sometimes it became a bit of a cash cow environment. Mm. 
Mm. Yes. And, and, that, and that's very sad and very unfortunate. And I think sometimes these wonderful locations, and there are many out there today, yep. become very diluted mm -hmm. because it's constant, you know, mm -hmm. Let's get a team in. Let's get let's get another team in next weekend and the weekend after that, and yeah. the weekend after that, and the weekend after that, and the weekend after mm. that. You know, as I said before, they they're not they're not gonna look on their watch and go, oh, it's two o'clock now, we have to jump out of the cupboards, it's it's time now. You know, it's like that series yeah. on television, you know, ghosts. Have you seen yeah. it on, on, yeah. on our team? Oh, no. is, that, is that the one with the couple that buy a manor house and then she, yeah. she she's able to see all these yeah, uh, and yeah. Like the one guy he, he was a, a leader for like a scouts group my, my wife loves that show I, i've watched it, it but i mean you've got to imagine you know they don't stand around kind of waiting for these teams to come in and and make contact for all for all the world they're the ones living and we're the ones that are dead you know Nobody, you can you can reverse it around. Have you ever watched that film? You know the hours, like you know it's, <clears throat> or the others. You know it's it's it could be a similar scenario. You know, yeah, that movie kind of blew me at the end of it. Like I was kind of like, it was a movie that kind of shook my head. And I love movies like that. I love movies like that. Uh, spirits get tired of people like we do being uh, being around constantly being around people constantly is exhausting so it's like yeah like you have locations and yeah. familiar locations that there's constant 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 drips and drafts of people coming in and out and I am thinking as well in Loftus as well whoever was there before and then people moved in what the spirits from before do you know what I'm saying this is me thinking now Jenny's head that in Loftus, when there's so many like people there and people have passed, and then people moved in, that they would know that the spirits there as well. Oh, for sure. I remember like um, when I was doing um, the preparing some material for the historical tours. Like you have to remember, there were two orders of nuns mm. that lived in this this house with this famous story. Um. Nuns who prayed day in and day out, day in, day out, prayed for this house. But yet there was all this badness and these bad spirits in there, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to tell you a story. I, I was doing a day tour, um, middle of summer, and there was this French lady on the tour. And she said, ah, oh, yes, she said. Uh, she came to talk to me afterwards, and she says, my grandmother was um, a novice uh, in this house, she says, many, many years ago. And um, she said she was a postulant, you know, the, a novice. Yeah. And the Benedictine nuns. And she said that her grandmother had written a book about her experiences in Loftus Hall. And it was being in French, they're French, you see, and it was being translated into English. And what had happened was she was there in the house and obviously had been praying, you know, and they're used to their rituals, get up at six, have your breakfast, you know, whatever, you know, had their rituals. 
And the house is absolutely, you can only imagine, it cost a fortune to heat this house. So a lot of the mm. time it, they didn't heat it. They, yeah. they actually didn't heat this house. So she was um, experiencing when she'd go to bed, she'd have the sheets, you know, up like this, you know. And every now and again, she'd look up and she saw a dark figure at the end of the bed. Oh, my God. And then this figure would get closer and closer and closer and closer and closer. As the nights went on, the figure mm. would be a few more inches up the bed, a few more inches up the bed. And this Ooh. went on until she was absolutely terrified. Now, the woman said to me, now this is, I'm listening, to, this is a member of the public who has come to me after a tour yeah. to tell me this is an experience that her grandmother went through as, I'm oh. like, Holy wow. shit, Batman, I need to write this stuff down, you know? <laughs> and um, I, we had we had swapped uh, details. I'm still waiting for the book to be translated. I can't wait for it to be translated. I have her details. Mm -hmm. I have been in contact with her since. And um, she obviously left, uh, petrified, left, went back to France, and... Um, uh, and her whole her whole two years, she's written this book about this. I mean, this woman's in her seventies now, but had written this book, and um, I can't wait to bloody read it because be wow, that's amazing. But you yeah. see, that's what Loftus Hall did. There were uh, umpteen stories that haven't been heard from people who have long since left the house, but had crazy amazing uh, experiences but people when it was a hotel bartenders you know said oh my god we were in the house and you know we saw this such such you know there's loads of stories everybody in wexford has a story about loftus hall everybody going back to their great grandparents and again now it's been made into a hotel again it's kind of like it's like i don't know if it's a glutton i just don't know but i will be booking a weekend there i will definitely, i think a few of us should get together and book a weekend there you know not carrying any audio equipment with us or anything like that and i'll lose you know luggage um but just spend a weekend there yeah the draw the draw is always going to be there the draw is always going to be there it's never loftus hall will never change her spirit she will always draw people in that is what she does she has an incredible um, energy and an incredible, yeah. same with Charleville Castle, same thing. Yeah. They draw you in, they draw you in, and that's what they do. It's it's a bloody mystery, but that's what they do. 90% of my friends I've met in Loftus Hall over the years and gone on to do different things, but we're still friends because of Loftus Hall. Crazy, weird. Right. What the right. hell? Right. It's sad that you don't get to see the spirits there as as much as you'd want to. I mean, it's kind of like a it kind of like, it, like it's like a relationship that you just yeah. have, you know. But hey, Jennifer, they Jenny, they've been there for hundreds of years. Time yeah. is irrelevant to them. Yeah. They're you still know? gonna be there, aren't they? They're, They're still, still gonna be there. Just kind of miss you, miss. You, you just don't want to worry, Mary, that that spirit that did come home with you doesn't say, oh, oh, guys, I know where Mary lives. Let's just all go and pop down and say hello to her. <laughs> 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 you know, 
<laughs> but we miss Mary, so let's all go and take a little walk. And yeah, I know where she lives. Let's go. Mary's <laughs> house. Uh, you know, Mary, just just say you got the opportunity to own the hall. Say in years to come, what would you do with it? Oh my God. Oh, I, well, I'd change its name back to Loftus Hall for starters. Oh, my God. Ladyville House, honestly. That sounds like a sex shop or something. I was going to say something, <laughs> I was gonna say something like that, but I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad you said it first. It's like, who, who is Ladyville? To no call? idea. You know, honestly, if they had to open it up to the public to pick a name, mm. I would have said e Eli House because... Yeah. Um, the Marquis of Ely, which was of Loftus Hall, um, Eli House, you know, keep it in, in in reference to some part of its history, you know. Ladyville, is she part of the Loftus? No idea. That's the name he's plucked out of some boudoir he's been to. <laughs> Ladyville, the large Vula Vukashir of moi. Um, there you go, Nando, your second honeymoon. Do you know, I just saw that, Eric, and do you know what? If Sarah yeah. went there, I wouldn't be able to get yeah. her out of the place. You know, it would be... Good. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'll do, Eric. I'll, I'll donate Sarah to Jenny, and then they can go off for a second. Sarah, weekend. Sarah, weekend. I'll stay. <laughs> I'll stay in. Who's in the room number seven with me? I'm good to stay in room number seven. Good. I know when I stayed in the Clayton Hotel. I mean, Jesus, I picked I picked the, the most active side of the hotel. But like it was fine. I didn't um, sleep for the two nights, but it was fine. It was fine. Nothing happened. Love to own Loftus Hall. Could you imagine? <laughs> um, do it, Mary. No. Do with Loftus Hall if you owned it. So, well, so when it, when it I think they changed the name. Yeah, oh, changed the name. Would you would you keep? Would you live in it? Would you um, it? I would, but I mean. You, if you had that, could you imagine opening up that as, um, you know, as a hotel and let people stay there and just, I, I would actually have a stopwatch and go, let's oh, see how long they last in that room. Hey, you know, <laughs> I, I've seen people run out the place, you know. We used to do these overnight competitions and um, we, you know, we do the, you know, the depravity. Like this was Loftus Hall trying to reinvent itself, and you know, yeah. and, and do these kind of like live live shows. Yeah, and um, we would have people, you know, in rooms and a little bit of depravity, so they'd be cold, and you wouldn't have your coat on, and you know, and it'd be yeah. dark, and mm. you know, people's fear. 90% of the time used to just take over, you know? Yeah. yeah. You didn't even have to do anything, you know? You didn't even have to, you know, stand on the stairs and just go, boo, up the staircase. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. They used to just run out of the place themselves anyway, you know? Um, that's what I would do. I would literally open it up. As a, but, you know, not five-star. I would just be the challenge is on. You want to stay here, you can stay here. But you have to stay in your room all night, see if you can do it, you know. Uh, and that would be interesting enough, you know. That'd be awesome, actually. Can make a game show. I, I think. I think the people that will be able to. I don't even think, like you know, yeah. do you know sometimes that you get people that come along that don't believe in all of this. Now, if the stories is, you know, with what you're saying, 
I think a lot of people will struggle to stay there for a full night with what's going on. You know, it's, yeah. do you know, I'm, I've stayed in locations. We've done sleepovers at locations. And I've got to be honest, this would be one place that I don't think I would even want to stay. Really? Yeah, I honestly. Oh, Mando. I mean, I, I mean, I'm like a little bit of a chicken, but I still do what I do. I would stay. Yeah, I would but like I, stay. Yeah. Like, everyone that knows me, everyone that's come on an investigation with me knows not to rely on me to be <laughs> cool. If some, if something's going, and I'm going to be really blunt with what I'm going to say, if shit goes down, I'm the first one to go. I would even leave my, I would even leave my wife. I, I wouldn't even wait for Sarah. I'd be off. You know, I'll be, I'll be off. I didn't know you would do that, Jeffrey. Sleep overtime. Come over to Ireland. Sleep overtime. I would. Absolutely, I would. <laughs> uh, I would, I would have, have to be attacked before I get scared. Oh wow! Another thing: when it opens up, then it's a challenge. You come over, and there'll be a forfeit if you leave early, and a prize if you stay. I'll take the forfeit <laughs> over anything like that. Uh, ha -ha, really? And you call yourself a Ghostbuster? <laughs> Listen, let's not get all. You know, at least I'm honest about it. I don't let, let I'm not going to allow myself to be pushed. And if something goes down, like room number seven, that would be a big no-no. You can change the name, whatever. It would be a big no-no for me. He tells me to go into it. <laughs> like, really? Because yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not me. Um, it's but, me, yes. Yeah. It's know, just, me. just to finish off, Mary, like, have you ever um, come into a situation where it has put you in that thought process thinking, well, that was too much. And, you know, and made you think, you know, maybe this is something I should leave alone. Um, when, when I was in Child of a Castle, that, that incident I talked about with, um, you know, Gillian was present. Um, oh my God. You know, that, that kind of made me think, no, 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 this is not good. You know, and plenty of you know, and and Gillian knows all the spirits in in that place, and she knew she knew who had attacked me that night, who thought it was okay to just you know mess with my head, my soul, my spirit. Um, that was just all bad. That was all bad, and that you know, I I kind of made me realise like there is good spirits there's bad spirits um and yeah there's just a whole other spectrum out there you just have to have respect for um mm -hmm. but yeah that that time is horrible yeah 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 and, uh, Nando, with you, did anything really made you think res anything that made you go oh crap oh shit like respect respect or the frightened the bejesus out of you uh anything that happened no um, do, you, do you know what i've got to be honest i've not come into like a situation where like 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 someone that's evil like never something like that but there was before before and i've been very open and honest my wife sarah she got into the paranormal way before i did and i'll be honest i didn't believe in it i you know for some reason it just didn't no disrespect to anyone, but for me, 
and I think the problem was you see a lot of things on TV. And let's be honest, a large percentage of what you see on TV is not how it really is. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry if people don't agree with that, but that's of my opinion. But there was one time, um, you know, Sarah and the kids were in bed. And I think I've told you this one before, Jen. Um, and basically, what it was, I used to stay up a bit later, watch a bit of TV. And that my front room had a door and it was quite a heavy door. Do you know, the, like like a fire door in some ways. Aye. So nothing would, a breeze would not open the door. You have to literally pull the handle down for it to open. Mm. But anyway, I'm sat there watching TV, like, and I'm awake watching my show as normal. And the door had flown open, like flew open. And I was like, okay, one of the kids are coming through. And I shit you not. I, and I loved him to bits. My granddad walked in. My granddad walked in and he had been dead for, wait, he, he died before both of my kids were born, mm. you know. So, and he had walked in, you know, all dressed up, really smart. And I know I was awake because he walks in and he was smoking his, like, um, his rolly, as he would do. He come and sat next to me, like, literally just sat next to me, mm. smiled. I have never run up the stairs and jumped on top of Sarah in bed <laughs> as quick as I did. She must have thought there was going to be a party going on or something. <laughs> but, you know, but it wasn't the fact that I was scared of him. I was scared. You know, I've never experienced that sort of thing before. That close and that, like, a mm. full, you know. And Definitely. I think that, that was my, the turning moment for me to think, shit, there is more out there. There is, Gosh, yeah. you know, um, and again, you know, I've not seen anything like, you know, but w for me, it's family members. You know, I've had more experience seeing family. Like last mm -hmm. year, um, mm -hmm. I was rushed into hospital with a blood clot, two blood clots in my lungs. And I, I sort of passed out on the sofa <laughs> and blessed Sarah. I was having a full on conversation with my grandfather. Oh, you know, wow. She was saying, and apparently I I turned around to her. Don't remember saying, "Where I'm Italian, he granddad means nonna is granddad in Italian." Mm -hmm. And I turned to Sarah apparently and said, "My nonna said everything would be all right." So you know, they're they're the kind of things that if you ask me like personal experience, that's what I've had, but nothing that's actually like scared me, scared me as such. But yeah, what about you, Jen? Oh, same place up in Shane's Castle, up in County Antrim, a place I did for like seven or eight years, every single month consecutively. And um, I, uh, oh, we were, we had guests with us, we did any reenactment and I, well, the founder said to me, Jenny, you have to provoke. And I'm like, well, I don't want to provoke. I don't want to provoke anywhere. Mm -hmm. this I never provoke. No, but this never was, provoke. Yeah. No, but this is the, well, I tell you, I found out this one was back in the day when I reasonably started off, and I did want to provoke. Mm. But I ended up having to to provoke. You know, if I knew then what I knew now, you know, I wouldn't even do it now for sure. Um, but anyhow, I was provoking, yada yada, uh, and things happened. That was great. So we all went for coffee break, came back. And at the end of the night, he said to me, Jen, go down to the place where we have done the reenactment under the tunnels in, in Shane's Castle. And uh, the rest were above ground and doing nothing. So when we walked in, I kid you not, the smell of sulfur would knock you out. I've never smelled anything like it in my life. It burnt the hair in your nostrils. It hurt your throat. 
Um, and I said to one of the girls, I said, oh, you know, can you smell that? Everyone smelled it. So we're walking in. She was saying, Jen, I don't think we should walk in. And I'm like, well, no, we are. They know we're here. We know they're here. We'll meet at the same time. You know, this is why we're here. And so we're walking back up to her and she goes, Jenny, I don't think we should. And I'm like, well, we are, you know, we're doing it. Um, so we're walking up, walking up. And I did have public with us, guests with us. And I said, fine, fine, fine. You know, it was getting a little, you could feel the the pressure on your chest. And I was like, mm-hmm. fine, okay, we'll turn around and we'll leave. And I said, right, guys, turn around, we're leaving. Um, I radioed up to the guys above the ground and, and so on. And so when we turned around and walked, away and I said I don't know why we're leaving if they know we're here like I don't know why like you know should just be the team down there and get nitty-gritty get stuck into it so I'd say about uh, a minute or two later it was if something ran through me like the matrix my eyes I couldn't hear my eyes closed my head went back slowly came forward slowly it all took about 10-15 seconds they were long seconds and it was something ran through me or something ran up to me mm-hmm. as if to say, bring it on, bitch, bring it on. Well, Jenny didn't bring it on, Jenny <laughs> left. And um, and I remembered linking arm with the girl and I said, instead of, and I said, get me out, please, just quietly take me out, take me out. I need to kind of get out of here. And then I had to, Jenny being Jenny, I said, right, don't panic in your mind. If you panic, you lose it. You've lost your shit. So I kind of calmed down, got everyone else out. And then left. And I told the guy what happened. He goes, yeah, it happens. You know, all of this crack. So that for me uh, was a kick up the arse. And it took me months before I went back again. And when I did go back, I apologized. And I never did it again. Never did it again. You just don't go in Billy Big Balls. Toby, hold on. Uh, Don't go in Billy Big Balls. If you have a rule book of going on an investigation, rule number one, do not provoke. It will come through and kick your ass into tomorrow and you will not like it. So, mm. um, no, absolutely brilliant. It, um, was a, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a lesson learned, but a good lesson learned. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Time, lesson learned. Yeah. It was a good um, lesson learned. It took a lot for me. <laughs> brilliant. Um, I know that we've nearly had you on for two hours, Mary, and we really appreciate it. But I've got one final That's question it. for you, and I promise this is the last question. You know... Um, do you, do you have any investigations coming up or are you planning to do any more investigations soon? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, we've only just sorted our insurance out, which, as you know, has been yeah. a challenge in itself in this current climate. Um, we are nurturing one uh, which isn't too far from where I live here in New Ross, um pretty actually it's a pretty cool location mm. uh i can't give too much out because it's this building actually belongs to the church so okay. it's very very selective um but yeah there's a lot going on in this particular building so um and it's never been investigated before so what's happening is these spirits are kind of going oh what's that how do you do that what's that thing that lights up over there so it's basically a little bit of a a learning curve for them yeah. and for us. So we're just we're just building relationships at the moment, um, no. and we're just trying to, um, you know, build up a little bit of rapport so that they feel comfortable talking to us because they have a story. I know they do. Um, so that's ongoing. 
And obviously, because it belongs to the church, we can't go, hey, we're here, because they'll go, <laughs> right, get out. I'm not coming in anymore. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, and everyone else will want to be in there, and it will be, you know, they'll just say, oh, bye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then we've got, um, we have the, the Athenum, which I love in Enniscorothy. That's mm. a definite, that's coming up soon. And like, that's literally on my doorstep. So I, I, I'm actually very spoiled because the guys, the rest of the team, as you know, are pretty much in trim. So they're the ones that have to travel. Yeah, um, and of the tails are turned and I have to go up there. So it's kind of nice though, that when we're, you know, we're, we're kind of all the way around the island of Ireland. We're, we're all yeah. over the place. And we do meet because it's a bit of a social as well when we come together. So, Definitely. you know, we get chats down to an hour because yeah. if we don't get the chats down to an hour, the bloody night is gone, you know. So it's like, come on, guys, we've got to get going, you know. Instead of, oh, well, I did this and we did that and we went there, shut up and get on with it. Um, but... Deadly. Yeah, we're just in the process of trying. So it's the usual, you know, emailing back, forth, back, forth. Have yeah. you got the insurance? Yes, we've got this. Yeah. And it's just trying to lock things in place and just make sure because obviously when you go on these locations, you have to have your indemnity clause and they like to know dot the I, cross the T, have you yeah. got this? Have yeah. you got that? Yeah. So, well, you know, we've got about five in the process where we're just trying to lock in, you know. I know the insurance is hard to get sometimes, but I know I'm supposed to ring my insurance today to pay, but I. I my head, but I will bring them on Monday and we are covered. We'll, well, we are covered now. We're still covered, but we're not out until the 28th and 29th of April. Uh, we will mm. be the meeting before that anyhow. But yeah, I'll be ringing them on Monday to kind of uh, renew the, our insurance. I've been talking to them already. So yes, we will be insured again. Um, but yeah, I think the next one, will we be, we'll be in the museum again in the next few weeks. We are, Oh, I think Thursday, Thursday week. Next Thursday, we'll be in the museum. Uh, oh, a few. Yeah, I love that place. And then on twenty eighth and the 29th, we have Redwood Castle and Lep Castle. So uh, still need to get a little bit more, you know, feel. You That's know, it. Feel. You know, but I'd like to, I'd like to just get a pin and go through a book and just close my eyes and just yeah. randomly look somewhere and just go. I haven't been there before. Going to try and go there, you know. That's, That's what we've idea. tried to do, um, is go to locations that we've never been to before and see what we can uncover. Because we don't tend to do um, like a lot of um, research on the locations until afterwards, because then you're mm. not influenced in any way to say, yeah. you know, because yeah. you're not reminiscing on what you've just read. Uh, but no, what I would love to do, Mary, in the future, when you've done some more investigations, is maybe bring you back on and talk more about the new stuff that you're doing and everything. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'd love and to. Do like yeah. a catch up with you, if that's all right. And then try and, yeah, get, up to drop, try and get up to Drogheda this year. If not summer, like winter time, we can do the museum. Yeah, I'd love to. Definitely, I definitely have to come up up your direction, Jen, because, yeah. um, you know, I've seen some of the some of the EVPs and the, the captures that you've had, and I thought, oh, God. Amazing. I'm loving it. Oh, it's just fabulous. It's it's amazing. I'm gonna do audio later tonight. Um uh and, and then the the live that we did from last week. I wish I could get it up. I don't know if I can get it up. The live that we did from last week. Um let me see if I can get it very quickly. I know I'm not gonna take time. I'll just give me two tickety boosts to see if I can get it. Uh, well, Jen does that. Linda has just asked oh, a question. Will I get it? Will I get it? Will I get it? How far away will you travel to an investigation? 
Me, I would, the, the distance, well, by car, I do about three hours drive easily to get somewhere. So You have to come down my way. We'll have to show you some of the places that we got where I am. Because we've yeah. got some great locations. Better than Jenny's locations. I didn't say that. Uh, I'm back. That. No, I'm back. <laughs> I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> Let me see if she I can get it here. Oh, I heard you. I think I have it here. I'm going to play it. Um, okay. Oh, I probably have a plane already. Hold on. Let me see. Okay, bring it back. Okay, Matthew, again, do you want to play a game of cards with us? All right. Okay, Matthew, again, do you want to play a game of cards with us? What's wrong, Ellen? You can hear the yes in the background. Did you get that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You can hear that very lot in the background. There's another man speaking, so it must be one of your guys. But in the background, Alan, yeah, that's Alan. Yeah. That's absolutely brilliant. Ah, that's well, Alan. Yeah. So when we're back on Thursday, we're gonna get the um. Look, it's Nicky behind me. <laughs> he thinks I don't oh. see him getting up on the couch. <laughs> um, so but, yes, I know he got up now and without me knowing. Uh, so yeah, on Thursday we're going to go back. We're going to set up a card game table, and we're going to have an empty chair for him, and and play a game of cards. Let's see, wow, that'd Thursday. be great. Yeah, well, yeah, hopefully you now you don't drop a card, and when you bend down to pick it up, you see the clothes and the hoop of dare. the devil. <laughs> don't you dare. No, no. Oh, jeez, I'll have I'll have glue on my fingers. <laughs> Jesus, Mary. <laughs> Jesus, Mary. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. I let someone else shuffle should, them, but I'm not. She'll be so anything. careful now when she dishes out the cards. Now <laughs> you should be really oh, careful with that. Oh, brilliant. I never bloody thought of that. Perfect. Um, but you know what, Mary? You know, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing. Oh, you. you know, all your experiences with Loftus Hall, mm -hmm. but also the yeah. other places. And like mm -hmm. I said, um, would definitely like to invite you back on in the future. You know, to oh. you know, especially so if you can keep in touch with us and let us know. Um, yeah. And I know that you can't give up too much information on one of the locations, but we could call that location X when we get you yes. back on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So that would be. Definitely. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I think everyone's absolutely loved the history side of it as well. We've got so mm. much out of it. Um, you know, so I just want to say thank you for, for joining us tonight. It's been absolutely thank brilliant you so to meet much, you and really get to know you. Good. Mary's great a blast. Mary's a blast. She's great crack. She's great crack. <laughs> I remember the, uh, the Dave's Unexplained and uh, you, she came out to me. The first thing she said to me, you're barred. <laughs> I'm, thinking about, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, Jesus, what did I say? What did I do now? What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to recall anything you said. But no, it's been absolutely great to meet you. And, you know, again, you. you know, just thank you for spending so much time with us tonight. And we definitely look forward to see what we're going to do. And definitely, definitely going to catch up with you soon. But, you know, for, for now, we'll let you get on with your evening. And, um, you know, we'll definitely stay in touch and speak to you soon. 
Absolutely. I'm gonna... Thanks, Mary, guys. Can people find you and where can people find you before we go quickly where can people find you um really just on on the back and time page you know reach out to us just keep an eye on the page you know we're going to start putting stuff up there now and um you'll see some of our experiments and uh tests and just different things you know but it's like that it's just getting back you know day of the unexplained was a big big project I had worked on so I kind of had to had to leave a little bit of investigating behind me because just to concentrate on that because it was like a wedding you know it's, it took a full oh, year to plan yeah. um yeah. so now really I'm only getting out back out there to just do what I really need to you know really want to be doing so just keep an eye on our back in time page you know and just one more can you just shout out your group name again please back in time paranormal investigators so guys, what we'll do afterwards, we'll put a link to Mary's page. So definitely go and give her a follow, you know, um, and we will definitely catch up with you very soon, Mary. But um, for now, really? thank you so much. I've, I've loved the chat this evening. It's been absolutely great. I know. I was looking forward to it all day. Um, great. Love. I'm going to bring us into the background and then we'll talk to you later on. Everyone who watched, listen, comment, like, share. Thank you so much. We, myself and Nando and Sarah, will be back up again in a few weeks with a new topic. We don't know what yeah. it is. No, no, we ain't got that far ahead. We're not that organised. <laughs> We're not that organised. But no, for now, you know, as always, thank you everyone for joining in, um, for making Mary feel welcome to the show. It's been absolutely great, and we will catch up with you in a few weeks' time. Definitely. All right, I'll bring us into the background, and we'll talk later on. Bye, everyone. Bye.